the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Close my eyes, only for a moment I'm a World Series champ, it finally happened, didn't think it would happen before I died, I'm just a dust in the wind, a World Series champion. Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast, it is me, Michael. And with me as always, S Man. What up, Steve Ford? You doing, man? Got a little Fucking Kansas way. here on a uh, uh, on a night for recording here. I figured you know a little dust in the wind. It, it was fitting Fucking with uh, with Dusty song. Dusty Baker. Yeah, you know, channel my '70s soft rock every so often. You know, you that's like do right. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a kind of a good song for. Kind of what happened, man. It is the, the Astros taking it all. It was weird. The the title of our show or one of the titles of our show last week, uh, week as we list topics was Phillies pulling away. Yeah, and it was just after that one win. But then the Astros, <laughs> the Astros were like, were like not hold today. my beer. Not today. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Phillies took what a two one lead and the Astros were like, oh, we'll just win three straight. We'll call it a day. Like, yeah. They stepped <laughs> on their throats and never let up, man. <laughs> Dusty old fart Baker finally gets one as a manager. <laughs> Dude, do you think his uh his rubber gloves are going to the Hall of Fame? Oh, they got. Remember how he, remember how he wears those black gloves because of COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think th- those babies have got to go to the Hall of Fame. Right? Oh yeah, man, it's like Michael Jackson's glove. You're gonna have Dusty <laughs> oh, Baker's gloves. <laughs> those are that's so always. Or, it's weird, like, but it's hilarious. Like, I wonder if he held on to his toothpick from when he won it all. So, like, he <laughs> donates his toothpick and the rubber gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like after like every toothpick he like puts it on a little mantle like yeah. uh, <laughs> like like I wonder if they put like little barcodes and stuff to, to solidify <laughs> this an authentic toothpick that Dusty used in the World Series picked out some fucking salad he had before oh, the game geez. <laughs> be awesome he's got some grizzle in his tooth uh, there we go all right hey man if people could tell the air from yeah being, from, from Aaron Judge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1300 bucks for the air inside Rogers Center. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> if people oh, are doing that, man. then I think Dusty Baker's toothpick should toothpick. belong in there. Uh, I think Mark DeRosa or Robert Flores uh, forgot they were going to ask him one time. I think uh, is, are his toothpicks flavored? <laughs> oh, that's a good That's Like, a good are question. they like, like cinnamon or something like that? I've had cinnamon or uh, winter. Oh, green. yeah, I love those. Yeah. Like, are they too. just like the straight up just regular wood? <laughs> I feel like an old school guy like Dusty Baker would just do regular wood. Yeah. You'd be like, it's hickory. <laughs> or like next year, you see him with his toothpick, but it's one of those ones that has like the floss attachment to it. <laughs> I love those things. I do too, man. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Je- uh, my daughter and I use those for flossing times. Oh. It's just way too easy. Uh, way, it's so much easier than using actual floss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get the little placker things in there. Or I, I thought you were going to say like, his toothpicks next year are going to be gold plated. <laughs> yeah, I would. champion here. All right, he's fucking has a he has a gold fucking <laughs> in his mouth. That'd be awesome. Just rocking some sunglasses. 
Uh, platinum gloves. <laughs> you know, last night I watched the uh, Say Hey Willie Mays, the documentary yeah. on HBO. And I will say Dusty Baker was in a lot of that. Was he? Okay. Yeah, he was. And it was just I never realized like how much of a history he has with Willie or has or had yeah. with Willie Mays. And yeah. it was pretty cool to see. I mean, I didn't even realize just how like long he's been in the game, not only as a right? player, but as a coach. And then you're thinking you're like, if you played with Willie Mays, <laughs> like, yeah. fuck, bro, you are old. Like he's yeah. old. He's an old man. Yeah. Was he 73? <laughs> He's 73. So, yeah. 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 I think he was probably, I think played with Willie near the tail end, but Willie Mays played a lot, like a lot. 22 time. years. 22 years. Okay. 22 years. And it went through the, the documentary is cool. Uh, a little bit too much Barry Bonds for my liking, of course. Yeah. And, that's what I, that's what I've heard. I also yeah. heard though, that Willie Mays was pretty sharp in the interviews. Like he's still, uh, you know, yeah. a good interview. So he's like, a he has that childlike demeanor and that, and that enthusiasm. He, he yeah. said this one thing where he goes, where he kind of like tongue in cheek kind of a thing where he goes, or not, you know, and he goes, <laughs> and his face like crumpled up and it looks so funny. You're like, dude, that's like young Willie Mays right there. Right. Oh, and he has gosh. like really cool, like blue eyes. I don't know if it's that or the cataracts or what, but, um, <laughs> oh, but he, he, he has a really good frame of mind. And it, and I could tell in that, in that interview and in the interviews they had with him, he probably doesn't, he's probably not as like, I can be here for a long time talking anymore because right. I noticed a lot of people did talking for him in that him. documentary yeah. where he yeah. would just come in with one or two lines and then they cut out yeah. to something else, else would, would tell the rest of the story. Right. Okay. Which kind of okay. sucks because the people they had, to, I'm sure he handpicked yeah. the people he wanted to talk, talk uh, for him, which that's why there was a lot of Barry Bonds and a lot of Dusty Baker and what of have course. you, but yeah. uh, they had like, some really good, some really good people talk for him, but nice. it's kind of sad too, because he's, he's like in his nineties now. So yeah. he, uh, you couldn't get the full Willie Mays, but it was funny right. just because that documentary, I, yeah, it just made me realize how fucking old dusty Baker is. <laughs> and it's cool, man. It's cool that dusty finally got his, his ring as a manager. He's already had yeah. one other player now has it as a manager. So I got to yep. ask you, Steve, going yep. into this, saying everything we said about the Astros, does this, because I know you had a lot, you know, you had your opinions about the 2017 Astros, yep. and I had my opinions about the 2017 Astros. Now, I'm asking you, does this win put the 2017 Astros in a better light for you? I mean, to an extent, but also not really, mm -hmm. because there's only about four or five players left from the 2017 team that are still on that team. So it's like almost a completely different ball club. I mean, but the core is still there. Yeah. So it, it, I think it it uh it makes the Altuve and the Bregman it puts them in a better light. But still, that team, that seventeen team as a whole, I think is still you know a cheating team. So right. But you yeah. can say this is a, a world championship with no asterisks on it. That's so, true. But yeah, I mean, it, it, like a you know completely different team almost, uh, except yeah. for Altuve, Bregman, Verlander. Um, so. That was that was the big talk because a lot of people were saying, well, this kind of says, well, we won one, we won another one, so we can't be cheating both, you know, but you're kind of yeah. right because if you only have like five or six people from the original team, yeah, then it's like it's kind of a whole new team you yeah. know, at its core. I mean, nobody said the 2000 Astro, 2017 Astros were a bad team. No. It's just the circumstances of how they got there, obviously. Exactly. 
is is underway. But yeah, a lot of people. I'm interested. Yeah, I was interested to know what you thought of it because I know a lot of people have a lot of thoughts. There's people who says this completely clears it for them. Like, hey, they want it fair and square. This yeah, is the team. Did. But then there's other people yeah. who are kind of like, well, no, there's still the 2017 are still under a a, a different light because they right. were cheaters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a different team. I mean, it's good for Altuve and Bregman and Berlander for sure because you know, they they were on both teams, so you know they can say they won one the right way. So yeah, um, I I always, yeah that's that's definitely true. There was one little clip that they had. I think it was in uh, Fox when Fox aired it, and th- there's memes everywhere about it now. But it's it's <laughs> Carlos Correa interviewing Jerry. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I gotta say. Correa, just shave the mustache. Just look kind of creepy, man. Yeah, it right. doesn't look good, man. Yeah, it Carlos doesn't Correa look good. Interviewing Jeremy Pena. Which is funny because hey, it's so. like his younger self. It is. It really is. It's so funny. Oh, man. So that could have been me there. But, you know, I picked I pick the twins, though. That was a great place to go. Yeah, for a year. And then I'm going to move on. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. But. Yeah, and I know you 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 cried a little bit. I cried oh, a little man. bit. So about Verlander. So yeah, this is uh, bring this, it up, eh? yeah, yeah. This I think, like you said, uh, you know, in the text, it it pretty much solidifies he's going to uh, the Hall of Fame, most likely as an Astro. Oh, I mean, so what? I mean, you know where I stand. I've talked about yep. this. Just where do you stand, man? I mean, it just does this one hurt? Oh, it hurts. It hurts yeah. big time. Just because of. Uh, a few things. One, uh, Alavila pretty much had to force him to leave yeah. uh, because, you know, he didn't want to go in the first place. <laughs> Alavila was like, you know, but hey, that we're doing this rebuild. I know, you know, I you know, I don't mind the rebuild. I'm a Detroit Tiger. No, no, this is this is, this is what's best for you. Yeah. And so then he left. He's about to win another Cy Young. So that'll be a second with the Astros, yeah. a second World Series championship. And you just told me Daz Cameron, which was one of the main yeah. big players we got in return, just got claimed off waivers. <laughs> yeah, so, by the Orioles. Yep. So we pretty much are left with Jake Rogers. But Jake Rogers. And he's coming off Tommy John. So a horrible we, hitting catcher. Yeah. We got pretty much diddly squat for a guy that is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is about to, like I said, win his second Cy Young and second World Series now with Houston. So yeah, um, it hurts. It hurts a lot. I mean, I don't, the only comparison I would say to this would be Randy Johnson going from the Mariners to the Diamondbacks and winning one. Yep. But, yep. and then I think he ended up retiring as a Diamondback. Yeah. Like, or in going into the hall as a yeah, Diamondback. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. Because he had his most success there. And you could say Verlander's had his most success then as a Houston Astro. Yeah. Because, because he was a Randy Johnson, I believe, is a five-time uh, Cy Young champion, and uh, he ended up winning, I think, Cy Youngs from '99 all the way to 2002. Yeah, and at that time, I think he was with the Diamondbacks from '99 uh-huh. to 2004. So, yeah, so he ended, and and Verlander's in the same exact position where he basically went to them what in 2017, yep. and then won. He's going probably going to win a second Cy Young. Yep. And he's won a second World Series, so it's like, oh, so one of the greatest pitchers we've ever had a pitch for us is suddenly not ours anymore. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, that hurts, I'm, buddy. That hurts. It, it does. I'm I'm holding out hope that he chooses the no cap. <laughs> like yeah, no that's what I was thinking too. Like, like, like please go with the no cap. Yes. Do a, do a Greg Maddox or something like that. Please. Yes. 
you know, and just go with no logo and just say I had success on uh, everywhere I went. So I can't pick one or the other. Yeah. I mean, that brings an interesting conversation in itself because the world's or the I like the way the NFL does it, where you just get a plus to the player and the NBA. It's you're you're celebrating the player, not the team he was on. And obviously that player, if he wants to talk about that team, will 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 obviously talk about it. And obviously leading up to it, when people are busting out accolades and what people have done what those particular hall of famers have done. They mentioned the teams they were on, but right. I, th- I wish MLB would do that just because there's so many players that swap teams Yep. to pick a team is like, ugh, it kind of, ugh, I don't know. It just gives it even oh, just a, a of, weird thought, you know? Yeah. And it's like added pressure too on the, on the player. Like, right. I don't want to give a slight to the other team or something, you know, the other teams I've been a part of. So, right. Cause what yeah. if you have like the same amount of success, as you had with another team. So yeah, it's just, I mean, weird. Or, or you look at someone like, uh, you know, Reggie Jackson, who, you know, played a bulk of his career with the A's, but decided mm-hmm. to go into Yankee. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you only played for the Yankees for a handful of years. And then you have Dave Winfield who played most of his career with the Yankees, but the Yankees were slime balls to him. So he went in as a Padre. Right. <laughs> right yeah you know? yeah and you get those you get those scenarios where it's like what do you do as a player so and this brings a whole different conversation with i, I feel like baseball is just really bad at marketing their players uh-huh. so and i think they need to do that but one thing but I, we could say that yeah that's bad that they don't market their players good enough but on the flip side i do like how traditional they are where uh-huh. there's no player bigger than the team right Right, you know, so I do like that too. Yep. But yeah, the JV thing, JV thing hurts, man. Verlander yeah. going in as an Astro, most likely going to happen. He's thirty nine years old. Yep. Um, it's going to be interesting what he does this off season because Cough, a lot of people goes back to Detroit. <laughs> man, I'm hoping, but I think at this point in his career, don't you think he would just be looking for that last big hit payday? I think he can get the payday with the Tigers, though. Oh, he totally could. Yeah, you know, totally I, could. I, 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 you know, and I heard uh, John Paul Barossi say it, uh, you know, talk about free agents. And he says, you know, what's next for Justin Verlander? Is he going to go for chapter three to go back to Detroit? Is he going to stay in Houston and sign a deal? Is he going to go right. elsewhere? And he's like, you know, and he's like, I think it's you know, Houston or Detroit. I yeah. Think, I, I can't see him going anywhere else. So wait, that's what you said or he said? Well, that's what, that's what he was talking about on the show oh. on Hot Stove. So, yeah. There were people thinking that he could potentially there was uh, there were people that I've been looking at this since the World Series where he could go to San Fran because San Fran wants to make a resurgence in veteran pitching uh, as they might be contenders for potentially Clayton Kershaw and things like that. And then I also heard and this is just light that people like the Tampa Bay Rays or the Miami Marlins would go after him just because they want to establish themselves more one, but two also Kate Upton's from Florida. So, okay. Which is Justin Verlander's wife. So I'm sure it would be out there. If I were the Tigers, I'd say, here's a bag of money. If if you want more, we can throw another couple bags, whatever you want, man. And Mm -hmm. after this, we're going to give you a front office job. Or if you want to go into coaching, Coaching. we'll throw you right into coaching somewhere. Yep. I'd give everything to him, man. I mean, the guy, it was just, he did so much for Detroit. Detroit. Uh, Yep. Yeah, plus know, we, we have we have so many question marks with the staff with people coming back from injuries <laughs> that we, we need help in the, the starting rotation. Yeah. You know, what do we have? Yeah. Rodriguez and uh yeah. Rodriguez. We're not gonna see Mize. Manning, maybe. Manning, yeah. Uh you know, Turnbull at some point, right? Yeah, Stubel. Turnbull. 
Scoble. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these youngsters are kind of down and out. Joey Wentz might make a resurgence. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fayedo. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's not looking good. I think having a veteran presence would be nice, yep. especially. I mean, it's a win win for JV because basically he could retire in the place that drafted him and yep. where he made his career. So, I mean, he's already got the world, the championships he wants. Uh, yep. I mean, he's living yeah, the all American dream, yep. man. Got the got hot youngs. You got the hot wife. Yep. This guy's living it, man. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. And I was really rooting for the Phillies to win that. I, I was like, come was on. Yep. And when it was all said and done, you and we kind of have to point the fit. You and I became <laughs> we were on we were on the Bryce Harper bandwagon. We were. We but were. I'm telling you, man, I jumped off after this. Yep. Like he totally shit the fucking bed in the World Series. 200 batting average. Woo! Only fucking he brought he brought in two runs. You fucking kidding me, Steve? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, he did not step up like he did in the championship series at all. Uh, he uh, yeah, he, he came back to be the Bryce Harper that we know oh. the Bryce Harper. That was the butt of all of our jokes. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, hot garbage uh, Harper, man. Hot garbage Harper. You know what? One home run, two RBIs. He struck out seven times. Four measly yeah. fucking hits. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, he went from a 400 average in the uh, in the championship series to a 200 average in the World Series when it counts the most. Yeah, Come on. Get your yeah. head out of your ass. Yeah, get, I mean, get, uh, it's just I didn't like it. I, I I saw the way he was he was trying to do too much. Yep, and was I was looking be, at yeah, he was trying to be the whole team with one person. He really was, man, and yep. I hated it. I I I was really hoping the Phillies would make more of a push there because when they won that first game i'm like yeah let's, let's fucking go, go. <laughs> like they got the momentum riding and then yep. it would just sputtered and yep. the pitching just fell through for the phillies and yep. the offensive production was just down and you've seen some people try you know alex Baum trying to keep him in it kyle schwarber yep. and some of those guys really tried but they just couldn't but when you yep. look to your star you yep. that's when you look your, to your stars your to lead your team. million dollar star exactly yeah. And yeah, that goes that's on Bryce up. Harper's shoulders. And yep. he need even if they didn't win it, at least he should have shown the production. You could say, uh-huh. oh, he did amazing in the NLDS, the NLCS and and the wild card and all that. The, the whole postseason. That's fucking awesome. But it means dick if you don't win in the World yep. Series, especially if you played like shit like he did. Yep. Completely agree. So Welcome back, Bryce. It's good. You're the butt of our jokes again. Right. Fucking fucking loser. And I don't even see. Yeah, you fucking loser. Thanks, man. You lost to Justin Verlander, too. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Al Avila exactly. and Bryce Harper. God and Bryce damn Harper. You. Yep. You know what? Throw Castellanos in there, too. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw Castellanos in there. Yeah, throw that piece of shit in there, too. <laughs> man, it's just it's a bummer. You did that that the Phillies lost. I really did like this Philly squad. I think they're going to retain most of them next year, right? Yep. I mean, yep. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see if lightning can strike twice, or if they're going to fall back to the Phillies of old. They're hovering around five hundred. Yeah, I mean, just squeaking in because they were third place in the East, and then they come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah th- thanks to the the new playoff format, that's how they got in. That's how they got you know, in. If it was last year, they wouldn't have gotten in. So Mm-mm. you know, and. People thought they were going to win the beginning of the year. They were a contender, obviously, to yep. the early rankings to be the top of the AL East, but they just didn't do it. Yep. They didn't yep. do it. I mean, they didn't fall apart like the Mets. The Mets just fell apart as soon as playoffs happened. But, <laughs> yeah. 
But well, that's, that's Buck's way, Mike. He's the almost. Buck almost showalter. Buck almost showalter. Exactly. That dude just cannot finish. He's the king <laughs> of not finishing. Yep. <laughs> and man, I just, I really was thinking the Phillies were going to take this on and they didn't. And watching Harper, I was mad every fucking at bat. I'm like, come on, man, do something. And he was do swinging something. for the fences. Uh-huh. He was over the top. Trying to hit that five run home run. Yeah. You know? It's like, come on, man. Like, yep. just stick to the basics. Get on base. Like, it's like, yep. that's as easy as it is. Get on base. And then you just keep building off of that. And then go mm-hmm. figure, like, think the last game of the series or the game before last, Jose Altuve started taking off. Yep. <laughs> which he had the total opposite. It's like yeah. him and Jose yeah, he, Altuve, Bryce Harper and Jose Altuve switched roles. Yeah. He, you know? Jose Altuve got hot at the right time. Right. And, uh, and Bryce Harper is like, you know what? World Series. I'm good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm going to go crap the bed like I usually do. All right. Yeah. But I'll, I'll keep cashing those checks. All right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, what do you do now? I mean, this was his moment. This was his moment. And winners win. And yep. and, you know, I'm going to rattle off a couple names here. I'm going to actually give I'm going to give you a little quiz. And okay. I just want you to at least name five of the greatest players to never win a World Series. And if you can name five, you're awesome. I mean, fuck. But I I, I looked up a list of like 50 and okay. the top five. There's a top five in there. Who are the top five to never win a World Series? And you're and they, and they could be in, you know, no specific order. But who are you thinking? Just rattle some names. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know if they're in or not. Willie McCovey. That's one. OK. Yeah. Willie McCovey never won a World Series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one that I like, but I'm not sure if he's too high on the list would be Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly is on the list of the top 50, but he wasn't in the top 10. Even he was oh, in like 27 a... or something. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's think some more here. Uh, well, we can't say Justin Berlin. <laughs> Catch it. Not anymore, man. Uh, Griffey. Griffey. One of your, I knew you were going to get a Griffey. Griffey <laughs> never won a world series. Surprisingly. Bonds. Uh Bonds is on that list, but yeah. due to steroids. steroids. Off. Yeah. But yeah. I mean you got I mean you got to put him on there because yeah. he is considered exactly. a great. So definitely yeah. Bonds for sure. Bonds. Okay. Um there's gonna be two on here. One's not surprising, but one's really surprising to me. Mike Trout. Nope, nope. Mike Trout's nope. not on there. Okay. He will be on that list one day. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see here. I'm drawing blanks. Give me some names. All right. So the Tony the, Gwynn. No, Tony Gwynn's on that list. Okay. Tony Gwynn was on that list. Uh, the top name on the list, the top two names are Ted Williams. Ted, uh, Ted Williams. All and right. I, yeah. you would have came to it because, like, yeah, because you know Ted Williams, yeah. Boston, not winning one for hundred years. Yeah. And surprisingly, Todd Co- Ty Cobb. No, oh, Ty Cobb. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they got he got the World Series like three years in a row. Yeah, I couldn't get over the top. Yeah, I didn't think about Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. Yeah, Ty Cobb made that list and he was in the top five. And then obviously there, I mean, there's, you know, your Ernie Banks, Napla Joy, Rod Carew, Carl Yastrzemski, of course. But yeah, the ones you kind of named were some of the bigger ones. And you look at it and you're like, okay, so if Bryce doesn't make, doesn't win one, he could go into the Hall of Fame if he does go in the Hall, two time, you know, two time MVP. He's putting up some serious numbers. It's like, okay, he's, he could potentially be in the Hall of Fame, right. but, you know, and he could retire like a Ty Cobb or a Ted Williams. But I don't know, man. I, the way I look at it is in today's game, 
if you're like the head of a team, you got to be able to lead them to World Series. I mean, Miggy, uh-huh. he led us to a World Series. He couldn't get us over that hump. Yep, yep. You know, and there's players like that. You see that all the time. But yep. I mean, Aaron Judge is kind of like that yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. They like, can't even get out. mentioned. Yeah, they can't even get out of the uh, the, the championship round no. to the World Series. Exactly. You know? So yeah, it's hard to do. You just got to a part of it's you know luck. You know, and just getting lucky at the right time and just having, you know, the chips fall where they may and having the stars align, it feels like, you know. Yeah. Well, World a lot of these guys is hard. It is. Any any professional sport to win a game is extremely hard. Yep. I get that. But a lot of these names that we mentioned, Steve, when they had made World Series, the ones that didn't yep. make a World Series just never won it. They actually yeah. provided pretty well for their teams. Like okay. they did everything they could to win that World Series. It just didn't yep. happen. But when right. I look at Bryce Harper's stats, I'm like, dude you totally stopped hitting in the world series. Like, yep. <laughs> come on, man. Yep. yep I know. That, especially for as much as you're paid, you got to come through and you uh-huh. know, Philly fans are pissed about that. They oh yeah. Oh, super, oh, they totally are. I mean, the one thing they have going is at least the Eagles are playing well. So they're like, Oh, well the Phillies lost, but right, <laughs> yeah. the Eagles football. then. So yeah. They're like, know. James Harden's out. So NBA, we're fucking yeah. <laughs> James, yeah. James Harden's injured again. I changed yeah. the record. All right. Yeah. So the Eagles, they're like, ah, oh, the Eagles, all we got right now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, man. long story short, thanks Al Avila and Bryce Hopper for nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And can I bring up uh, something that I hated about the world series? Please do. Okay. Those in-game interviews with oh, the players, yeah. like yeah. Ken Rosenthal getting his bow tie ass in the uh, the dugouts there talking to players. Reporters are should not be allowed in the dugout. Couldn't like Real Muto hit like a big home run, and then there's old bow tie in there. Hey, what pitch are you looking for? Uh, no. All right. Get out. Yeah. I think that was an absolutely stupid idea. It works for the All-Star game. Yeah. Not for the World Series. Yeah, because the All Star Game is more laid back, but for the World yeah. Series, these guys are fucking focused, are man. Focused, and they're yep. not gonna—they're not gonna sound. I mean, the, the sound bites fucking sucked. But, they're not gonna yeah. give you anything. Uh huh. Like, remember when Alec Baum hit that home run, and then yep. they had that interview with him because Bryce Harper, who I think he—he—he he, he, like found something. He found that uh, what's his face was tipping his pitches. Uh, yeah. Colors was t- tipping his pitches. Yep. So they asked Baum that. It's like Baum is not going to admit that <laughs> on admit fucking. That. Yeah. It's yeah. like get out. If I was bummed, I'd be like, who are you? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, is uh, I I just found it invasive and stupid. I thought so too. It very invasive. You know? Yeah. It's just yeah. not I see I applaud MLB for thinking outside the box, but yeah. For, right. for the World Series, man, don't overthink this. Like this you is know, you don't invade like, a dugout. That's that's holy ground, man. Yeah, it's like the NBA Finals or something where someone just decides to go sit on the bench. I mean, I always think that the stupid coaches' interviews are uh, are dumb, on, yeah. uh, like the NBA games. But at least with those, they do it like in between quarters, right? And, like they're not doing it like while the game is going on. Yeah, you know, this is this is you're talking to this person as the game is going on. Yeah, is, yeah, uh, it's, it's stupid. It's like yeah, the uh, NFL like, picks up that too, where it's like they're going to talk to the coach before halftime now where it's yeah. like they'll they'll do it after the quarter and then he'll then they're going to get the co- one of the coaches before they run in and then they'll get one of the coaches when they run back out after yeah. halftime it's like jesus christ can you guys just wait till it's over i don't think yeah. we need to know that in-game shit i don't think most no. fans care about that uh-uh i know i don't no i don't i i think it takes away from it personally i mean it's uh-huh. yeah yeah Ugh. yeah yeah so absolutely I thought, I thought that sucked and 
If I was any of those players, I would have taken Ken Rosenthal's bow tie and choked him with it. Yeah, unwrap it. <laughs> <laughs> so the light goes out of his eyes, and just before he's ready to pass on to the next life, just let go. They let go, and they're like, "Now tell the others what happened here." And then you throw Back a bow tie you. in the stands. <laughs> Back to you. Or choke him with this fucking mic cable. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Fucking. Yeah. I completely pass. agree. So hopefully they don't do that again next year. Yeah, hopefully, man. Hopefully. <laughs> so going into next year, that's a big talk. One thing I like about when the MLB season's done, there's not like a breath. They go right nope. into what could happen. I mean, you're already hearing free agent possibilities like, oh, where's Judge going to sign? Yeah, they got uh, teams can talk to the players uh, to see if they're going to opt in here. They got till the end of this week. And if the players are going to opt in or opt out, I see DeGrom's already opted out. Yeah. Uh, no word on Aaron Judge yet, I don't think, right? No, so. but he did take him off. He oh, did yeah, stop he did following un- the Yankees unfollow. on Instagram. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah, Which in today's did. world, today's players, that's yeah. like a big sign, supposedly. Yep. Exactly. So, and they think he might go to somewhere like San Francisco. And that's going to be a fun show for me and you to do, to do our free agent predictions that we do every oh, yeah. year. I like Especially that. with the winter meetings around the corner. But I thought it'd be kind of cool today if yeah. we kind of dip into the way too early power rankings top okay. 10 i mean we saw some really great fucking teams this year we seen oh. teams that we had no idea would be this good and yep. some that are sneaking in my top 10 i know some that are sneaking to your top 10 yep so uh we can go team for team here man what are you thinking your what do you want to do 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 uh let's go 1 to 10 just cuz okay. it's easier to to read down uh sure. top team for me houston Houston, I mean, number one you're, spot. You're, you're you're the champs. Yeah, uh, you're you're not losing many people. You, you might lose Verlander, or Verlander might get a big deal to stay. Uh, and you know, even if you do lose Verlander, you have shown that you're a great player development. You'll bring yeah. up next man up uh, for pitching. Uh, and uh, they've shown that if they lose people like Springer, Correa, they just plug new people in. And so, they yeah, the, the champs are right now number one for me. Number one, same with me, man. Got the Astros. Hard to deny greatness. I mean, obviously, if they keep Verlander, they're going to be number one. If they don't, I don't know if I trust Christian uh, uh, rotation led by Christian Javier and uh, Framer Valdez. Valdez. So we'll see. But yeah, Astros number one for me, too, man. Okay. Uh, Number two, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. There you go. Good Good old Dodgers. That team, I mean, I think they're always up there in the top top three for us every year. And Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to continue to be that way as long as they got Mookie Betts. Freddie Freeman, uh, you know, great pitching staff. Uh, we'll see if they keep Kershaw. It's going to be some uh, question marks there. See what happens with Trey Turner. But, uh, you know, they, I, I think they're still right up there at the top. So Dodgers are number two for me. Yeah, Dodgers number two for me, too. Uh, I, I think they will end up keeping Kershaw just I because so Walker Buehler is going to be out for the year. So they yep. need somebody in there. And Clint Kershaw, when he wasn't injured, he would pitch really well. Yep. I should know. He was fucking on my fantasy team. He did really good. So. <laughs> He the big question mark, though, like you said, is probably going to be somebody like Trey Turner. They're going to keep Trey yep. Turner, but there's actually a pretty loaded shortstop class. You got Xander yeah. Bogarts, I think, who opted out. Yep, and you also did. have uh, Dansby Swanson, who had a productive year. Correa. So Correa. So he, they could look to fill that void if Trey Turner moves on. Personally, I think aside from Mookie Betts, he's the MVP of that team. So yep. I think they're, they're going to want to keep him. But if they're going to be contenders in this Aaron Judge sweepstakes, <laughs> I can yeah. see them moving on from him. But for right now, even with a Trey Turner list team, 
I mean, they have stars. Mookie, like you said, Mookie Betts and um, uh, Freddie Freeman. So, yeah, yep. Dodgers number two for me. Who do you got for number three, man? Uh, three, of, uh, you know, bit of a climb, but we go with the Mets. Mm. I like I like the Mets. I think they were stacked, and this was even without DeGrom. We saw DeGrom has opted out of his deal uh, or, you know, opted out to become a free agent. So uh, this team did it for most of the year without DeGrom. Uh, I think they got a lot of talent there. Obviously, they still got Max Scherzer. Uh, so, and, uh, another year, Buck Walter. So they're a great regular season team here. We'll see what happens with the playoffs. So right now they're coming in for me at number three. Wow. I am surprised you put the Mets that high. Well, you know, I, do. I, I, I like to I live dangerously. Here. Hey man, they got over a hundred wins this year. They were a yep. great team down the stretch. Just didn't pull it out. But yep. number three for me, I'm going to go a little outside the box myself. I'm going to stick in the West and the okay. NL West. And that's what the San Diego Padres, man. Get it. Uh, you got to love what Manny Machado did with his team this year. You got to love what Bob Melvin did with this squad this year. So Manny yep. Machado, possibly uh, you got Juan Soto who's looking for an extension. And then obviously coming around the corner with it after the first month, it's going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. So I love their pitching staff. I think it's with Darvish and Clevenger and uh, Blake Snell left little to be desired this year, but you got some young guns in there coming up as well. So definitely the Padres for me. Okay. I think they're going to be hungry coming out. And they they surprise people in the playoffs. So they're number three for me. Padres fuck, man. They fuck hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, With they no fuck so hard that Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck so hard that they're number four for me. Hey. Uh, so I have the Padres just for what you said there. Uh, you know, I love the talent. I, I I think Machado took a big step uh, this past season. He's going to continue to do so. And uh, barring any injuries, you're going to get Fernando Tatis hopefully back for the second yeah, half yeah. of the season. And uh, I like their pitching staff. Uh, I like their offense. I like Bob Melvin. So uh, they come in for me at number four. Well, number four for me, I'm going to take a risk here. I'm swinging hot, you know, swinging high. So at those high rising fastballs, I'm going with Ooh. the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, I think. Spoiler alert: They didn't even make my list. (laughs) That's you know that is kind of surprising to me, just because I know I think I've seen some top ten lists before. Obviously, put together our list. I've seen the Brewers up here. I see. I see people like the Dodgers being down. I obviously see people like the Padres being down. And I was very surprised about that. Very so. Even the Mets. Even the Mets. I mean, we're getting like an eight, nine, ten ranking, but for some of those, uh, and they might be lower on mine as, as what list as well, but. I will say I loved everything the Cardinals did. And with with Lars Newt Bar, uh, yeah, Tyler O'Neill coming back full, fully healthy and Jordan Montgomery is going to get a full season with them in the in the in the rotation. Same with Jack Flaherty. If he comes back, obviously stronger than he was with the injury riddled mm-hmm. year that was this year and last year. I think they're going to be a strong team and led by Paul Goldschmidt, who arguably <laughs> is probably going to be the MVP in the NL. And obviously, Nolan Arenado, this team looks good, man. I just yeah. I really think they look good. What they did moving ahead of the Brewers to take the central, I think, is not talked about enough. And Uh I mean, I would love to see what that clubhouse was like in their push to get first. So my hat's off to them. I mean, they shipped the bed in the postseason, of course. But uh, all, all, all that said, I do have them as my number four. Who are you looking at? Number five for you, Steve? Number five, I'm going to go over to Atlanta and go with the Braves. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a, a big hole to fill without a, you know, Dansby Swanson. We'll see. Maybe he he still comes back. We'll see. Uh, but uh, they still got the talent. Acuna is going to have a, uh, you know, a, a, a full off season here to get better. So I think uh, he's going to be back into uh, the full strength. And, uh, you know, we got 
uh, great pitching staff. So I'm going to go here with the Braves at number five. How about you? Yeah, I mean, number five for me, I'm going to stick with the Braves, too. I liked a lot of what they're doing. Uh, I think injuries really hurt them, but I think during the trade deadline, we found out what they need, what they don't need. I think the rising of stars like Michael Harris Jr. and Spencer Strider, who easily are going to be the top rookies or the the top, their finalists in the rookie voting. I just loved what the, what the Braves are. And I really kind of battled putting them in my top three because I do think they are going to be a good team, but that's a team that lacked a leader. And that's yep. with Ronald Acuna and Acuna was hurt a lot last year. So I think yep. they really, they really did miss Freddie Freeman yeah. last year for sure. And I think Ronald Acuna is going to come back stronger than ever. And they might lose Dansby Swanson, but they still got Austin Riley. It's we're talking about a team with yeah. a lot of weapons, man, not only in the, not only in the rotation, but also in the lineup. So yep. yeah, Bray's come in for five for me as well. All right. Coming in at six for me, I'm going to go with the, going back to the AL East and uh, go with the blue Jays. Hey, uh, I like the Toronto Blue Jays. They crapped the bed in the playoffs, but they still got that young uh, nucleus with uh, Guerrero, uh, Vlad and uh, Bo Bichette and Kevin Biggio. George Springer's there. I uh, I like their pitching. Um, I, I really think that uh, they can get beyond the first round of the playoffs here this year. And uh, yeah, I like me some Blue Jays in number six. Uh, number six for me, I didn't want to do it, but I oh because I'm fucking mad at them. But I just they kind of had that Cardinals like rise at the end of the year and how they squeaked into the playoffs. It's the Philadelphia Phillies, man. Okay. Yeah. I know you're probably even not even, you know, spoiler alert. You probably don't even have them on your list. I don't know. Maybe you don't, maybe you (laughs) don't, but but, uh, the Phillies, I I think I want to give them their props just because I think they're going to have most of that team intact next year. They got to fix that. They got to fix the bullpen. They got to fix some of the rotation, but I think the bats are there. And I want to see how they rebound after this devastating loss. Are they going to rebound and win one, or are they going to be just kind of fade away into the night? You know, good night, like sweet part in the wind. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I got to give them the props, and I love their lineup. I love the way it looks right now. Uh, Alex Baum, I think, is going to be a huge asset for them next year. He kind of that Austin Riley kind of jump. Yep. So. We'll see. We'll see how it comes next year. So if they improve what I said, then yeah, the Phillies got in my number six. Steve, who do you got for number seven, man? Seven. I'm going to go stay in the East and go with the Rays. I mean, wow. the, yeah. the, each year you can't not put Tampa Bay. It seems like in the top 10, just with their player development, their pitching, and then they seem to get some hits together. Uh, I wonder Franco, hopefully he can stay healthy for the full season here. He was injured a lot down the stretch uh, this past year. I uh, got a Rosarena. Obviously, uh, Shane McClanahan there for for pitching. I really still like the Rays, and I think that they are a good contender to win the East uh, this year. So they're coming in for me at number seven. Rays are a hot team. They're always going to yeah. be a hot team in the East until you know the bottom drops out, which I yeah. feel is sooner than later. But they got a lot of good young pieces. Number seven for me, I just went a little bit lower than you. I didn't want to, but I had to. Was the, the Blue Jays? I okay. love the young core there. Hopefully, this is a team that understands like like how bad how much how good it is to win for the franchise and and carry a legacy and i love vlad vlad came out last week and was like i don't want to be a yankee it's my (laughs) he goes it's my duty to beat the yankees i'm like let's go so uh between vlad and bachette and all those youngsters i love george springer's back for another year and i love their young their young rotation uh, led by barrios hell yeah man and gosman Yeah, sign me up for the Jays. Number seven. 
All right. Eight for me is a bit of a surprise. The Guardians. That's a huge surprise. Well, you know, I do what I can. I live I live to shock, but they shocked <laughs> us this year. So I'm going to go with, with, with Cleveland, uh, you know, because we thought that the White Sox had a stranglehold on the AL Central, and it just shows that the AL Central is definitely up for grabs again this year, and I think Cleveland could uh, take a good... Uh, a uh, good grasp at it, especially with Francona. If Amen. he's continuing uh, in the dugout, I think they always have a chance. Yeah, uh, they obviously have great pitching there. Uh, Plesac, uh, Shane Bieber, uh, you know, and then they got Emmanuel Classe in the pen. You got hitting with Ramirez. Um, just uh, I, I, I like their team. They're they're well balanced, and I think that they uh, could surprise people again this year. So uh, this coming year, so they're number eight for me. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I'm going to go right. a little bit lower with this one. You had them a little higher. I'm going with the Mets. Okay, let's go. The New York Mets, man. Timmy Trumpets is coming back. They resigned. Trump- yeah, I saw that. It's like the biggest deal for a reliever ever. Yeah. Okay. I always get I always get I, I a little get, weary paying. I always get skeptical. Money. Exactly. Especially a closer, right? Yeah, I mean, he had what? Every other year, it seems like he's good. So they right. do for a bad year than this coming year. But I think the Mets gelled. Uh, throughout the season, I think they really had a good rhythm down. I think people like Lindor had a great year with them yep. and uh, Pete Alonzo. And I think this team, I mean, obviously this team is stacked. I mean, it was built through, it started building through the draft and then they yep. came in and switched, switched ownership. <laughs> and suddenly you're getting bigger names in there like Lindor and, and Scherzer and some, and people like that. So I think they'll be yep. back for sure. Yeah. So that's a, a number eight for me. Who do you got at number nine? Uh, nine, I'm going to go to the Pacific Northwest and go with the Seattle Mariners Great pick. Uh, with our uh, our most likely AL rookie of the year, Julio Rodriguez. Yep. Got a, a great core of talent there. Scott Service has righted the ship and uh, got the team back in the playoffs and broke the streak. And I think good things will continue to come. I, I think they could be players in the free agent market here, see if they yeah. can snag a free agent here because I don't think they're done building. And uh I like what they're doing there in Seattle. So they're in for me at uh, at number nine. Yeah. Number nine for me too, is the Mariners. I I loved what Scott service did. I think for a guy that was potentially going to be fired, win our eyes to a guy that realized the talent he has and the talent came from, from, from the draft, you know, and they really from the draft and the prospect pool. And they, they all kind of came up and suddenly we had names like Julio Rodriguez coming up and providing some, some big time play. And, I think led by him, it's going to be great. Kyle Lewis potentially is coming back healthy. So that, that could be here's open. <laughs> to Jared Kalenic. I mean, he started hitting at the end of the season. So I love their rotation. I love their, yep. their bullpen. I think they are. I think they're a big, I think they're going to get some pieces in the off season that will further put them ahead. But, you know, there's not a lot of competition aside from the Astros in the, in the West, in my opinion. I mean, aside from, the Astros, the Angels don't do anything. Oakland's far away from doing anything. Right. And right. the Rangers are the Rangers. So, yeah. Yeah. I think well, they it's got the Bruce Bochy now, though. Yeah. They got Bruce <laughs> Bochy. So, so uh, number 10 for me, and this is with a uh, uh, an asterisk, it would be the Yankees, but they Eight. have to have Aaron Judge. Yep. Uh, if they don't have Aaron Judge, I think this team spirals down a ways because there's too many question marks. But if they have Judge, I think they're definitely uh, planted in the top 10. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they can make some noise. Uh, but there's definitely just a lot of question marks going in. Obviously, you still got great pitching with Garrett Cole. Stanton's still around. You still got your hitting. Rizzo opted out, though, so you're going to have to find yeah. some first base help. And uh, we'll see what happens with Judge. But for, for the time being, they're in at number 10 for me. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. I, I think 
I think this is a team that is a number 10 if, if, (laughs) if judge signs, right? So uh, that's going to be a big one. But I I think with Rizzo uh, or, you know, with, with some of the other pieces they have um, Stanton and what have you, uh, Torres, and uh, they do have essential pieces there, but they, but the leader of that is Aaron judge. And I think there are people that want to play with Aaron judge. So, you know, the Yankees are going to be playing hardball in the offseason. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're definitely I'm surprised that they haven't announced if Cashman staying or going. Right. Uh, I think they came out and said they want to keep Aaron Boone. Yeah, I think he's sticking around. I mean, at least it made it sound like it because they were together for the end of the year co- uh, press conference uh, last week. So, yeah, so I, it might I be guess, another run at it. Around. Yeah, yeah. So Cashman and Cashman and Boone, you know, and obviously yeah. this will be a do or die season. So. But the you can't deny how great the Yankees have been all season. So, right. so yeah, uh, it's hard to keep them out of the top 10 just for that reason. So, yeah, they got my top 10. So, Steve, looking down your list, 1 to 10, you got Astros, Dodgers, Mets, Padres, Braves, Blue Jays, Rays, Guardians, Mariners, Yankees. Yeah. That's that's a great-looking list, man. I got uh, yep. Astros, Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Braves, Phillies, Jays, Mets, Mariners, and Yankees. So, yep. we definitely... We definitely differ in a lot of different areas, but our top yep. and bottoms are pretty much the same. Right, right. It's that middle where we uh, we have some differences. but Yeah, dude, for sure. That's what makes it fun. Right? Hell yeah, dude. You know what else is fun? Shall we uh, head on over to Collection Corner? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Up for me this week, going to stick in the World Series, uh, Alex Bregman. Love it. Uh, up, uh, not a lot, but it's starting to get up a little bit more every day. $4.26. That's a 21.35% increase. Market price sits around $13.80. Nice. Uh, some ones you can get up is his Tops 2019 Tops Heritage Game used jersey, his 2017 Dunruss Signature Series Red Foil, and his 2019 Tops Tribute Dual Relic Orange. Down from me this week. Ha. Happy to yeah. see you. Bryce Harper. Oh, all right. Yeah, down $7.80 and decreasing. Uh, <laughs> it's decreasing. A uh, eighteen point one six percent decrease. Market price right now sits around thirty five dollars and fourteen cents. I mean, obviously that's good with his rookie cards. So his two thousand eleven Broman Chrome, his two thousand twelve Tops Allen and Ginter rookie card, which is number twelve. His two thousand seventeen Tops Transcendent Gold are the ones you should get if you are in the market to get some Bryce Harper. Love it. And uh, up for me this week is uh, Lou Whitaker. Ah, uh, at, least, Lou. At, least he, at least he's up in the card department because he got the shaft again. Up for me this week is uh, Lou Whitaker. He got the shaft in the Hall of Fame, but not up in the uh, or you know not in the card department. So yeah. he's up $69.38 or a 784.84% increase to a market value of $78.22. Up cards include his 1978 Topps Rookie number 704 and his 1978 Topps Burger King Rookie card number 13. I love that Burger King set. That's a cool I, card, I, man. I, I, I have the Burger King set. So it's oh. so he's got Trammell, Whitaker, and Morris Rookie, all individual rookies on there. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Down for me this week, sticking with the World Series, is uh, Kyle Schwarber. Hey. He's down $5.60 or a 31.44% decrease to a market value of $12.21. Down cards for him include his 2022 Tops Update All-Star number ASG-32 and his 2021 Tops Opening Day Base number 137. Oh, yeah. So uh, shall we get the candles out, celebrate a birthday? Let's do it. All right. 
Uh, I remembered when I was doing the birthdays, I was like, oh, Bob Gibson. But then I was like, I did Bob Gibson last year's show at mm-hmm. this time. So I picked somebody else. It's hey. a happy birthday <laughs> to Hall of Famer and managing great Whitey Herzog, hey, Whitey. born on November the 9th, 1931. Obviously, Whitey was a big part of uh, the 80s baseball there. Whitey Ball for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, his managing career, he uh, got 1,281 wins. Uh, he was manager with Texas, the Angels, Royals, and then uh, big time with the Cardinals. Career highlights include a World Series championship in 82, NL manager of the year in 85. St. Louis Cardinals number 24 is retired, and he's part of the Royals Hall of Fame and the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Uh, he's inducted into the Hall of Fame via the Veterans Committee in 2010. A little trivia on him. Uh, like I said, Whitey Ball is big on speed, uh, defense, that sort of thing. Uh, the Cardinals in that 82 championship season had seven players with double-digit steal totals. So it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop so showing off, Whitey. Exactly. So happy birthday to Whitey Herzog, who is, uh, wow, he's 92. Oh, so he's still living, hey? He's still alive, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, he's he's one of the all-time greats. You're rattling off his fucking resume. I'm sitting there. Jesus Christ, just don't uh don't be showing off or anything, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, great career even before St. Louis was, you know, with those Royals teams that just couldn't get past the Yankees there in the seventies. Yeah. So uh yeah, happy birthday to Whitey Herzog. Happy birthday, man. Well, shit, Steve, yeah. that's a show. That is a show. Whew, that was a good show. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It, you and I are both kind of sick. If you guys could hear yes, us right we now, are. we probably both sound. You probably hear sniffles. You hear coughs. Um, mm-hmm. We probably sound like stuffed up. And yeah, we, me and Steve are fighting something. The thing is, yeah. we're not even by each other right now. So nope, it's like, nope. We're hours away. <laughs> yeah. So you know what problem? You know whose fault it is? It's the fucking kids, Steve. It's the fucking exactly. Kids. I know. I got. I know. I got whatever I got from my daughter. Yeah, and I got it from my niece and nephews, those bastards. Yeah. <laughs> those kids, they're just germ machines, right? I know, man. Um, so. man. But at least uh, I'm sure they're feeling better and Gemma's feeling better. So I guess that's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> sure. so we'll all eat a shit sandwich while they feel better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, in the coming weeks, we got some some good shows. I mean, we're talking... We're talking free agent predictors. I mean, we're going in the winter meetings, this. man. So yep. obviously, I don't think we've seen the last of a lot of manager of managerial moves in the yep. league. We got the uh, the lottery coming. The lottery, up here, the, the first, first ever, ever lottery, lottery coming up. Yep, yep. So that'll yeah. be exciting. Yes, it's gonna be very exciting, and yeah. we're gonna see a little bit more uh, with the the Hall of Fame, the Hall of yep. Fame movement with the new committee. Yep. Or with the new what? What is this? They voted him in. What is this? Oh, no. oh. So this I don't know. It's uh the the uh, modern whatever it is. Whatever Lou Whitaker got the shaft on. Uh, Barry Bonds is a part of it, and it's so whatever the committee they'll meet in December to vote on uh, who gets in from. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for those shows because Steve and I are going to be having our thoughts about that. You know. It's yeah, like, I yeah. think it's anyone from like 1980 to present or something yeah. you know, uh, cool when they yeah. have their best years or whatever i don't know all i know is 75.1 career war and you get the shaft yeah all right but hey albert hey. bell is up yeah albert bell is and barry barry bonds is getting another, and kurt schilling and kurt schilling so, yeah great oh and don mattingly <laughs> oh and don mattingly christ yes well, I like that Mattingly. So I do. Okay. I I'm okay with but Albert Bell. Albert Bell, okay. though, man. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's a little much. Sure, it makes you sleep at night. Right. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. But yeah. Anyways, fuck no off, way. everybody. See you next. Yeah. Week. Um, <laughs> we're all pissed off. 
God. Uh, all right. Yeah. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We very much appreciate it, of course, as always. Um, should in the meantime, man, I'm going to stuff myself full of medication again and probably just Dude. relax the rest of the night. Sounds good to me, man. All right. We'll catch you all next week. Deuces. <laughs> the black one. <laughs>